Hey, it's Jono. Uh, real quick before the podcast, I wanted to plug that I will be in San Diego Wednesday, December 27th, two days after Christmas, uh, performing comedy at Rift City Comedy, which is at the Whistle Stop Bar in the South Park area of San Diego. It's five bucks. Should be a lot of fun. And I encourage you to come out. Should be a great show all around. Uh, all right. Enjoy the podcast. Fuck the Chargers! All right. Hi, Justin. Hey, Jono. What a great time to be a Charger hater. <laughs> Christmas uh, came early. It really, it really did. Uh, what a like classic Rivers fucking just meltdown. Yeah. And that like, I mean, there was a. It, it, here's the thing that I will say. Like we've talked a lot in this podcast about things being classic Chargers losses. Yeah. In fact, <laughs> they're. The classic fuck the Chargers thing is to call them classic Chargers. Right. Uh, but I would actually say, normally, I think this is the kind of game the Chargers win. Be- I mean, aside from it being KC in December, which is yeah. like always impossible right. to go there and win. But this is they don't usually like cut the legs out from under hope this quickly. Right. Usually they, you know, stroke off hope for a few more weeks. Uh-huh. And find a much more crushing way, which which makes me believe, by the way, that they're going to have a shot to make the playoffs. I mean, they definitely still have a shot to make the playoffs. We'll, we'll go through the playoff scenarios in a minute. Yeah. But yeah, like they they win this game, they're basically in as like the AFC West champs because they will have overtaken the Chiefs, and like they are in the driver's seat for the next two games and like have a real shot. Like if like that would be. For that to happen in week 15, to have like almost a playoff clinching win, would have been pretty unchargers like if oh, they yeah. had won it. So like I see what you mean, but I I still think like they they have to toy with us a little more or whatever. Uh, so I think that it's it was it felt pretty natural to me, and it actually felt so natural that it was like remember. Wizard of Oz, you know how it's all black and white and it goes into color? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like that first half, second half. Because the first half, they're like, oh, they're playing the Chiefs really well. Yeah, they really it's were. It's a pretty evenly matched game. It's going to come down to like one possession in the final fourth quarter or something like that. It was just like trading uh, good <laughs> good uh, play overall on both sides of the ball. And then then halftime came. And it was just like a whole, it just went, it reverted, like when it was in color and reverted back to black and white of like, oh, this is the classic Chargers we know from the last several years. A couple of things jumped out at me in this game. The one is that, and, and this has been the Chargers MO for a really long time, they yeah. cannot fucking tackle. No, like, yeah. They cannot tackle. Kareem Hunt looks like, you know, Bo Jackson. Uh, and I don't even think, even the years when the, the 14 and 2 Schottenheimer, 13 3 Norv years, even then, they were never great at stopping the run. They just had, like, a monstrous pass rush, you know? Yeah. Um, but they were never, like, great run stoppers. And they just can't, like, they just can't stop the run. Like, they just, they, if they don't have a scheme I don't know why device, someone hasn't, like, figured that out. Like, if you run, especially if you run between the tackles against the Chargers. Yeah. They're like, Corey Legion is not... No, he's, he's overpaid, he's not good, whatever. He's yeah. just a lump of coal. Uh... But Perryman's like probably the only good like run stuffing person. Like, and then when he line. went down, it was he yeah. went down in the game. Yeah, see, Perryman's the only one who knows how to actually tackle. Right. The rest of them are just like they tackle sometimes and sometimes they don't. Well, he knows how to tackle and can tackle. 
<laughs> yeah. Like 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 he, Cannon does like Manti Teo would miss a ton of tackles, and on top of that, he would just like not make any play. I don't know. Like you're kind of afraid of Denzel Perryman. No one's afraid of Manti Teo yeah. in the NFL. Uh, so yeah, it was. We, we can't tackle a running back or stop them before they get to five yards ahead of the line of scrimmage. It was yeah. It was it was fun to see us get run over a little bit. I mean, really, especially like, and and I also think all the defensive injuries they've had are starting to catch up to them now. Uh-huh. Because it was like you could tell they they didn't they weren't able to like rotate in as many guys and and they just looked fucking white yeah. in that second half. Yeah. Like white. Absolutely. And then also that there were those injuries like the Keenan Allen at the end of the game went out with the back, had to get carted off. I didn't actually see it happen cuz I had to leave early to go to a show. But like because the game was well in hand by then. And if that's that's pretty classic Chargers. Like where that was the thing. It's just like that we reframed back into ourselves. We're yeah. just like, "Oh yeah, Keenan Allen shouldn't be playing in December." I think I. What is I, he doing? I, get to the sideline. Get to the hospital. You think he man. was like, wait, is this is this December? <laughs> He's uh, like got an advent calendar, but for injuries. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing is like, uh, and I think I tweeted this out, is that I there's nothing I enjoy more than seeing people get conned into thinking the Chargers are good and are going to make right. a deep run, like. Yeah. Like my friend Drew McGarry, who who writes a Deadspin, he always has like a, a thing at the start of the year where he predicts, like he makes predictions, right? Who's going to win the AFC West? Who's going to win yeah. every division? Who, like all the way through the Super Bowl. And this year, he had the Chargers winning the division, and then uh, winning the division and going to like maybe even the AFC Championship game or something. Oh boy! And I texted him. I'm like, Are you a fucking idiot? <laughs> Have you never watched? Like, and then I think about it, like, Oh well, he hasn't. He's a big football fan. But he hasn't watched the Chargers for 15 no one, years. Yeah, no one outside years. of San Diego ever has. Right, so he doesn't realize that, like, that's not going to happen. Like, it's just <laughs> never, ever going to happen. Yeah, even when we were good, it didn't happen. No, <laughs> even when we were good, it didn't happen because it never fucking happens for them. And so watching, like, especially L.A. media be like, you know... And then he texted me, that same my same friend texted me last week. He's like, you guys are going to win the division. I'm like, first of all, stop calling you guys. Yeah. Uh, secondly, we're not. Yeah, <laughs> we are we, not. We, we've been uh, talking about the pronouns. We'll try to stop lumping they're ourselves. They're not gonna. In with yeah, the they're not gonna win the fucking like. That's the thing about the Chargers is they're never going to succeed. It is. It's fucking Lucy pulling the football away. Like, of course, you know. There's. It's never. And it's really like I tweeted this out, but uh, when I, I I I won't use any names in this because there's a lot of San Diego people who listen to this podcast who probably mm. also know us and went to our high school. Um, but when I went to, uh, I came back for the t- my 10 year reunion mm-hmm. and at that point I like, I didn't really have a good job, but I was kind of broke and I didn't want to pay like the $90 for a ticket oh, or something yeah, like that, exactly. which by the way, was totally the people who were organizing it, their way of trying to like price out like anyone, who, <laughs> anyone who wasn't white basically. Oh, it was like a, it was like a large, oh. John and I went to high school, it's like probably 50% Latino and 50% yeah. white. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was clearly the white kids like trying to price out all the kids from like the poor neighborhoods yeah. we bust in. Uh, but anyway, I was also priced out, <laughs> and <laughs> and, uh, and so I was like, you know what? Fuck it! I'm just gonna show up 
and with some with like Dan and a few other people and yeah. your brother. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just gonna show up, and then what? Somebody's gonna say like, you didn't buy a ticket? Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I did. I showed up, and there was this one kid who was like, a, and I, I was a nerd in high school. I was not popular at all. Uh, but there was one kid who was like deeply unpopular. And uh, he walked in, he like, he had like a pretty good haircut and he had nice clothes on and clearly like he had a good job, you know, uh-huh, like right. whatever he was doing, he had a good job. I think I had heard that he had a good job mm-hmm. and he walks, you could tell this is his moment. I'm like, I mean, he's coming to his 10 year reunion and he's like, Sh- you know, shit's happening for me. Like that was 10 years in the past when I was a huge fucking nerd and everybody made fun of me. Like yeah. big deal. And he walks in and literally I would say, hmm. 15 seconds he's in there he walks past this one guy who's like been a bully his whole life and he just goes what's up fucking nerd to that guy and it like crushed it crushed him of like course. immediately it ruined yeah, his yeah. life like he was back in high school yeah and that's what like this game was for the chargers it was like they were like you know oh, i sort yeah. of tweeted out a version of this but you know they came back to the reunion they're yeah. just kind of nice they're, they had a 500 record that's their nice suit yeah 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 they're like, like people we're respect doing, us we're doing, yeah we're doing cool things you got a good write-up like, in the la media yeah. like everyone's calling us the hottest team or whatever like your employee of the month at whatever car dealership you're at whatever and then you get to the chiefs who are like actually good and, and, and they're just like fuck you nerd this. yeah and like, then you're like oh god i'm sorry <laughs> and then you just get drunk and piss your pants yeah uh, that was the chargers and revert back to that nerd thing because that's like it it seemed like philip rivers stepped into a time capsule from 2011 when like he had no line and no receivers it was just hucking it up yeah it's like come on someone come down with it i've got nothing going here it just they literally ran out of steam and yeah it was it they definitely fell apart. It was great to see. I think there, there was also hilarious, a couple hilarious moments. One was just like uh, when Ty, Tyree killed the punt returner. Like there was some weird thing where the ball squirted out because he ran into his own player. And I don't like Tyree Kill because he beat his pregnant wife or whatever. Mm-hmm. So fuck him. But whatever. And then, but then the Chargers guy, some dumb asshole, like was on punt coverage. Like we, Drew Kayser picked it, punted it basically to the one yard line. And all the guy had to do was like hold the ball yeah. to the one yard line and kind of like throw it a little bit behind him so it doesn't roll into the end zone. And instead, he just steps on the line. St- he walked like four yards with it. He kind of like the four-yard line as it was going, walked it to the one-yard line and stepped on the goal line. It's such a, <laughs> an example. Like, special uh, teams, like we we say every week, it's like the example of how you know you're a shittily run franchise is yeah. that there is just no fucking... There's, there's, there's no organization in your special teams... Yeah. That means that your organization is like so poorly fucking run. Yeah. Coordination and discipline. Yeah. It's, uh, we, yeah, we do harp on them a lot, but that's, yeah. I mean, they've had terrible special teams. special teams for such a long time. Yep. It's like they always, they constantly make mistakes. Yeah. It's it's one of the few things you can point to why we never won a Super Bowl. The other thing. Nick Kidding missed three field goals in a game once in the playoffs at home. Well, I remember. <laughs> the other thing about that Rivers game was that, uh, was, was that when, there's some there's certain quarterbacks in the NFL that are good quarterbacks, but when they're bad, they're mm-hmm. unbelievably bad. Mm-hmm. And it's Phil Rivers is one of those. Mm-hmm. When, when Rivers is bad, there's nothing like a bad Rivers. Like he he's so bad when he's bad. Yeah. It doesn't happen a ton. Yeah, but when he's bad, it's like he's in that mode. He's just he's just <laughs> flinging fucking picks. A laser face. Yeah. And then the other uh, Eli is also another oh, one. Like sure. when Eli is Implodes, fucking yeah, for sure, terrible. He's just like terrible. And then Matt Ryan, I think, is the other one. Yeah, Matt Ryan, like when he's bad, 
he is fucking really bad. So uh, it was, it was. I almost felt bad for Rivers. Like you can also tell when Rivers is having a bad game when he he gets to the amount of interceptions it takes to not chew out the guy he was throwing to. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like because like, like you, well, clearly you, that wasn't like I gotta be mad at you, but like this is the third time I've done yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And shame on me. And there was triple coverage. What am I doing? <laughs> but he just internalizes his hate and represses everything like he does as a good Catholic. Yeah. Yeah. Who believes in abstinence. Do you know that like he rides, like he has a driver with a, uh, from San Diego because he commutes. Right. He commutes from San Diego, which is great. I like that he stays with his family and still stays in San Diego, whatever. And he has this huge like party bus that has a media center in it so he can study tape to and from practice and games and stuff. Wow, really? Yeah. Like you could look it up like Phillip's thing. Like it's actually kind of fun and cool that like like I, I respect it there's a guy who uh who also works at warner brothers he's, he's a, <laughs> i just say like that's also the least fun party bus i've ever i know <laughs> get on my party bus and watch some tape <laughs> just so intense and joyless <laughs> um let's talk a little bit right now about uh Jerry Richardson. Oh, well, let's for, first before we transition out of like the Chargers and their playoff thing, let's look, go through the playoff scenarios. Oh, right. Okay. So the Chargers are not eliminated, even though they've been more or less eliminated from winning the division, uh, because the Chiefs can now they don't have even have to win out because they're uh, eight and six now, and like they could lose a game and still, um, and the Chargers could win out, and both would be nine and seven, and the Chiefs have beat them twice, so they don't own the tiebreaker. Right. So the Chiefs. Um, play the Dolphins and the Broncos. They'll win at least one of those, one games, of those games, if not sure. if not both. So the Chargers are almost de facto eliminated from the AFC West. So there's like three teams ahead of them in the wild card race. Three teams ahead of them for the two spots. Yes. Oh. So that's good, but like they like you know they also might. So there's the two spots, and then three more teams after that. that no, 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 no. There's three. There's three total oh, okay. that are fine right, for gotcha. the, that okay. are ahead of us in the All wild right, card. So the teams are uh, the Ravens, which um, they're they're now eight and six, I think, and they play the Colts and the Bengals. So they're probably going to win out. They're probably locked up that that the first wild card seed. So that's good. Um, and then there's the Titans, and like they really fucked us over today. Yeah, because uh, they could have gone from they're, they're, they were eight and six, now they're eight and seven. They they could have been nine and six. They but Jimmy Garoppolo is so good for the 49ers that he came back and had yeah, him in. and like that's another thing that's bad about it. like the the, uh, the the Patriots are so good at drafting backup quarterbacks that like four of them have started for other teams. Like over the well, last... let's to be fair, Mad Castle sucks a fat dick. Castle, Hoyer, Mallet, they've all started in like they all started. They've and all sucked. They've all started and sucked. But if Jimmy Garoppolo is good. Then is pretty he's good. The first one for Which, sure. By the way, that that could turn out to be a terrible trade for New England because what they got like a second rounder for him yeah. or something. Well, that's, Which, that's what mean, they spent like... on him in the first place. Though. Right. Exactly. And the other thing is though, it's that like Brady is gonna retire at some point in. Yeah. If you were to do like you know basically what the Colts did, I mean aside from Luck getting injured, like right. they went for they only had one down year and then they went to Andrew Luck. Yeah. And so like if you're a Colts fan, you get like what you get thirty years of good quarterbacking. Yeah. Like, 
No, I know. It's uh, Although I think that R- Luck might be out of Indianapolis. I think he hates the organization. Really? Yeah. I mean, look what they did to him. I know. Look what they did to my boy. <laughs> um, so who knows? Because he might have come back this year if he would, like actually wanted to play. Um, but so like the Titans, because the Patriots have been good at drafting, are now like potentially in danger because they have to play. Let me look. Um, the Rams and the Jaguars, who are both playoff teams, so they're so going to they, lose they, at least one of those games. Yeah, maybe two. Yeah, maybe they, both. they're going to be at best nine and seven, maybe eight and eight. So okay. Titans are really fucking us. Uh, the Bills are they have to play the Pats one more time. Are going to have to play the Patriots next week. So they're definitely going to lose that game, probably. Although you know the Patriots now they've all but locked up the the one seed. No, that they, they, no, that's not true. They, that's now they're tied with the Steelers' yeah. record and they beat them head to head. So they still have to win out. Yeah. Ugh, man, that fucking game. They should have whatever. Um. Anyway, so the fuck Bills, the Pats. Just <laughs> yeah, in case, yeah. Just in case you weren't sure, yeah. fuck the Pats. Fuck the Pats. That was a catch and whatever catches. Oh, that's the other thing about the their Kareem Hunt caught that touchdown, held it in his hands, it grazed the ground as he maintained control of it and then like brought it back up to him and like it was a perfect touchdown catch very acrobatic looked yeah, great and they called, it, and they no called it incomplete it was such bullshit i don't know there's like the nfl catch rules are ridiculous they're terrible they're the like, more technical they get the worse it becomes like yeah. there should be a panel here's my here's my fix there should be like a panel of referees and like just people who know football and just like they take a vote, was that a catch? Because like you know in your gut what's a fucking catch. By the way, I think a catch should just be this. It should be you catch what what it is in the field of play. You catch the ball. Uh huh. You get two feet down or equivalent, it, like the equivalent. The, yeah, our, and you have control of the ball. And then if you hit the ground and it bounces out, who cares? Yeah, the ground can't cause a fumble if you're running the ball. So why, why should? It, yeah, yeah. I I fucking agree. Yeah, it, it should. Stupid fucking NFL. It's very dumb. The only good change they've made recently is allowing touchdown dances back. Because why were they ever banned? I know that. <laughs> why were the no? Because fun the ways? NFL, the NFL, because Chad Johnson has, was having too much fun. One it's time like, I interviewed Chad Johnson back when I was I was a magazine reporter. Yeah. And uh, and it was like at this like it was at the Spike TV Guys Choice Awards. Mm-hmm. And uh, he comes up and like it's just a line of celebrities. They just like they they shuttle them to you and you ask them all on the red mm-hmm. carpet like one or two questions. You just got to think of something. And so Chad Johnson comes up and I was like I was like oh uh, hey if you could do one touchdown dance like that was it the last one what would it be and he's like. I don't want to talk about football. And I was like, <laughs> and I go, okay. He goes, what are the questions you got for me? I said, that's it. You play football. <laughs> I don't have anything else for you. I was, yeah, it's like, it's loosely related to football. It's dancing. Yeah, I tried to ask you. Adjacent to football. <laughs> something interesting that wasn't just about football. How about what's your favorite legal name change? <laughs> he changed it back, didn't he? I think so. When he joined the Patriots, of course. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the, yeah, so he... Um, oh, so basically the Chargers have a very decent chance to make that final wildcard spot if they win out. But the Raiders are playing the Cowboys right now. And if they win, they'll also be 7-7. Seven and seven. And if they win the next week... Like, there's, there's many scenarios. Will they play... The Chargers. Yeah, they, they play the Chargers week 17, yeah. and that could be for the final wild card spot. Right. Um, 
and and it's going to be a home game for the Raiders in Los Angeles. So oh yeah, that'll be the week that determines it. And regardless, I mean, the Chargers are if even if they make the wild card, they're not going to win. Right. Um. Anyway. Uh. So yes, that's the playoff scenarios. We still hope that they. They control their own destiny in the sense that if they lose to the Jets, who are not that bad, actually. They're playing the Saints pretty tough today. Or the Raiders, who will have a home game in, in technically the playoff hunt right now. So, yeah. there's the, no the, By the way, for real Charger fans, hearing the phrase, they control their own destiny, is yeah. the most terrifying phrase. Like <laughs> I cannot tell you how many times, as yeah. a Charger fan in my life, I heard the phrase, they control their own destiny. <laughs> and it never ended up. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, let's talk oh, a little bit about yeah. Jerry Richardson. Yeah. So there's a lot of Jerry owners that are pieces of shit. Yeah. Jerry Sleep, Jones. Sleeper Jerry owner yeah. being ousted. Because there was rumors of Jerry Jones being ousted not, not a few weeks ago. That, I believe, will never happen. No, he is the NFL, for yeah. better or worse. For worse. For worse. <laughs> uh, so Jerry Richardson, for those of you who don't know, Jerry Richardson owns the uh, Carolina Panthers. Yes. And he announced today he's going to be selling the team at the end of the year. Yes. Now, John, why would he just announce that? Do you have any insight as to why that happened? I mean, he's probably selling at the peak of their value. Because he's made such a good investment in them. Is that right? It's not. What? It's not. No. <laughs> uh, no. He dropped an N-word to an employee. Mm. He uh, sexually... So here's here's what happened. Basically, like, you know, there was sexual harassment complaints that... Like, what, what a lot of people are, are finding out now that people never really realize is that normally when, a, like, a sexual harassment complaint comes in, mm-hmm. even if it's... It'll generally be settled, like, under lock and key. No one will ever even yeah. heard about it. Non-disclosure yes. agreement. And so, so like, you sign these NDAs. So, yeah, we'll pay you X amount of dollars if you never talk about this, basically. Right. And so... That's and, required by law that you do that. And a lot of people are like, oh, well, that's just women trying to get money. But the reality of it is when you're in that situation, mm-hmm. up until probably a few months ago when suddenly there, be, there was this wave of... of you mm-hmm. know, people sort of taking control of the narrative. Yeah. Women taking control of the narrative. You had, it was either that or nothing. Like, right. you, you either, you could go forward with your claim and then, like, your sexual harassment claim and turn down any NDA and yeah. get absolutely nothing for it. Just be, and probably be fired or railroaded oh, yeah. out. Or and, and blackballed from your industry. Yeah, blackballed from your industry. Or, and that was going to happen regardless. You were going to mm-hmm. get blackballed from industry. So it was like, okay, well, I need something financially to hold me over while I find a new job, new industry. Yeah. Um. So anyway, he's a huge piece of shit. Yeah. And uh, but I wanted to read you uh, <laughs> his quotes about on Jeans Day. Yes, his quotes about Jeans Day. That's so my there favorite. There was like a casual Friday at the Panthers' office, um, and. And the NFL, being the the boys' club that it is, uh, had had he had certain interactions. He Jerry Jerry Richardson, you might say, looked forward to Jeans Day. Yes. So here's here's a here goes. Friday was Jeans Day. When this isn't a piece of fan fiction. This is me reading from this article. Fan fiction will be later. Friday was Jeans Day when most staffers at the Carolina Panthers team offices would wear denim to work. The female employees knew what that meant. As the team's (laughs) owner, Jerry Richardson, made his rounds on the way to a spacious office, he would ask women to turn around so he could admire their backsides. Then in his rolling southern drawl, he'd offer comment 
Drawing from a store of one-liners, he'd recycle each week. Among those in heaviest rotation, (laughs) show me how you wiggled to get those jeans up. I bet you had to lay down on your bed to fit in those jeans. Did you step into those jeans, or did you have to jump into them? Okay, as as somebody who writes comedy, those actually aren't jokes. Those are those are just like <laughs> yeah, that's like being really really creepy. Hey, I want to yeah, stick yeah. my dick in you. That's not a joke. That's no, just like right. You know. Like that's he's just using like commenting on their ass with no charm at all. Just like hey, you got a real ass I'm looking at, and it's in jeans and it's tight jeans. So he always. What he always did was confidential settlements were reached and payments were made to complainants accompanied by non-disclosure and non-disparagement clauses designed to shield the owner and the organization from further liability and damaging publicity. Mm-hmm. Okay? So these are all... All these things are going unknown to everyone. Right. No, no one... The no, same way that like a million dollars worth of settlements was done for like members of Congress over the last decade or whatever it was. Like the like our taxpayers have paid for sexual harassment settlements of members of Congress who are still serving and have not been outed yet, but they will soon, allegedly. Here's here's where here's here's, here's another part of the, uh, the article that's interesting. Though the antebellum echoes troublesome African American employees, Richardson is referred to by all simply as Mister. No surname required. When Mister swings by and asks uh, you to lunch, you accept the invitation even if you've already eaten. When he confuses your name, you don't correct him. When the Panthers hold staff meetings, you know to arrive early. Punctual is a core of Richardson virtue. Apparently, also, so is talking about people's asses in the jeans. <laughs> Jesus. You know why he says them call uh, him Mr.? Because it's the closest he can get to master. I bet. Yeah. He's <laughs> just like, what's the closest? All right, I can just change one letter, and then I can have slaves again. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, uh... You know that's not actually how it works, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, and so, so this is what this is what I was gonna say is like all of these NFL owners, like they're all probably like lettuce. like they're, they're all old. Of, they're, they're old billionaires. Yeah, they're old billionaires. Like, there's no way an old billionaire is woke. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah, that's like like when when Trump like had that grab him by the pussy comments and said like oh that's locker room talk and like of course there's no locker room that we're invited into where people talk right. about that that except for maybe one where billionaires are right. and they brag about all the sexual like well it's like harassment that, they do it's like that bill burr bit where he goes he's like talking about what donald sterling said uh-huh. and he's like what did you think an 82 year old billionaire <laughs> yeah what did you think his thoughts on race <laughs> relations right. were so, I mean, like, this actually does... Like, there's a, there's a, several ties to San Diego here. One is... Well, wait, that, hold on. Okay. Really quick. What I was going to say is that I guarantee you that... Because these that's what he's allegedly done. Mm. I guarantee you they found some shit that is real, real bad. Oh, sure. That's, that's how they got him to sell. Because there's no chance... They probably have him on tape saying the N-word. Yeah. Because there's no... There's zero chance... This fucking guy. Rich guys don't just like give up what their what what has been their like life's work. Life's basically. work for no reason. This is their empire. Yeah, they do it because they're forced to. Donald Sterling did it because he was forced to. And he fought tooth and nail. Yeah, he fought tooth and nail. I guarantee you, they were like we can, with all of the racial tension in the NFL, we cannot have n-word tapes with yeah. Jerry Richardson. I mean, Bob McNair. Almost like got threatened to be kicked out of the league for like his um, inmates running the prison. It's not even the correct. Yeah, he used like the prison or something like that. Whatever. Yeah, it was. um, Yeah, so it was like even vaguely referencing 
ownership over yeah. these players. And like, yeah, so Richardson is definitely has those views for sure because they talk about that more in the areas. Like, yeah, he hates the players. He basically looks at them as subservient, and like he probably is has evident physical evidence that would like destroy market share in the league. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, definitely bad. It's probably Donald Sterling level. He's probably on tape using the N word and or sexual stuff. Probably both. Yeah, it's probably both. Probably both. Maybe at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I did write some fan fiction related to this, but it's it was, uh, I wish I kind of incorporated that now in, in, in hindsight. All right, so um, tell us about the San Diego oh, yeah. Times. So for one, this there is definitely a mechanism for removing an owner. Like so, when when we we talked about like the high you know hail mary get the Chargers back to San Diego things, one of which was. Dean Spanos does something like Jerry Richardson did where he's caught on tape or like Donald Sterling caught on tape saying something racist or sexist or whatever and is forced to sell the team and like NF no one would want to buy the Chargers like you know and then move them to San Diego to a lesser market or whatever unless they're from San Diego or the NFL buys them as an organization and then the way baseball bought the Nationals and then like they move them to San Diego and have sell them as a San Diego team after a few years and them building a stadium or something so that's one mechanism. Like there, I mean, and then like Dean Spanos probably has all those same views. All it takes is like the wrong email or text or whatever it is, some sort of evidence to like leverage him out. And like, because here's the thing, I don't think that many people in the NFL want him to be an owner anymore. Well, that was the thing I was going to say is that I think most of the NFL owners dislike Dean Spanos, as you can see by the fact that he yeah. he overwhelmingly lost that, that vote. bid to LA which is also the other tie that Richard Richardson has to San Diego because it was his idea to pair the Raiders and Chargers for their Carson Stadium bid that was his brainchild he introduced them to Bob Iger the Disney CEO that was going to be the I know, stadium I know that. like czar or whatever yeah so he basically set Spanos he, up to fail yeah he like set up like Davis and Spanos in this partnership as like his it was like his proposition he's one of the only few people few owners that voted for it like as opposed to the Cronky deal and like yeah it, he uh, and he I probably like, did it for racist reasons he's like there's too many Mexicans in San Diego and too many black people in Oakland let's let's fuck, on the, let's fuck over both those fan bases so uh, yeah so Jerry Richardson real piece of shit and personal enemy of, Char- of San Diego because he helped, he helped spur them. Like, and, and once they started that path to like Carson, it was a momentum thing at that point. Like, they kind of felt like they had to go into LA. I mean, there's the motivations of the Spanos family are ridiculous, and there's no good ones. But like, he definitely spurred them on to Los Angeles. So fuck Jerry Richardson, uh, and fuck him forever. All right. Um, I, I now have a, a fan fiction. Which... Wait, before you get to that, okay. why don't you read us a Cardale tweet? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Cardale Jones, the only backup quarterback that I've liked that the Chargers have had forever. I know, I keep waiting for him to get a little time, but he... Uh... Yeah. He's the only Charger that like they've acquired since moving to Los Angeles that I'm like, yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I'm kind of into it. Um, that I like and respect. So, Cardale, oh my god, uh, he's so great. Um, two days ago, like right before the Chargers uh, flew to Kansas City, uh, he tweeted this. So, with many O's, 
Kansas City is in state of Missouri, question mark? <laughs> Not Kansas? So thank you, Mrs. Johnson from fourth grade geography. Just lost 20 bucks. Everything about <laughs> that is perfect. Yeah. If you read this, I feel like you should cash at me that 20 piece. <laughs> First of all, I 100% uh, believe he lost $20 in that bet. Absolutely. And I think that, like, this is, this, this is another time in which uh, the education system has failed Cardale. Cardale. Because, you know, he has famously beef with Ohio State's curriculum. Well, uh, the other funny thing is, like, Ohio, not that far from Missouri. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, he played pretty close to that. And I'm sure they played Mizzou. I mean, Mizzou's yeah. Big Twelve, but yeah, and I don't think uh, they they don't think they play in Kansas. State. No, they don't. But like, yeah, but you yeah. should definitely know what the thing is. Um, and then he followed that up. Is like what Washington D.C. isn't in Washington. LOL, JP. I think you mean JK. Uh, but this Kansas City thing has me lost and out twenty bucks. <laughs> so like, <laughs> there's follow up tweets. There's a whole saga around this. And he goes, technically, this is the next tweet. Technically, the bet was what state does the Kansas City Chiefs play in? <laughs> and like, yeah, okay. That just sounds like somebody on the Chargers was like, hey, yeah. I bet we could fucking get twenty dollars <laughs> out of Cardale. It, I, bet, or I bet he said like. Hey, we flying to Kansas tomorrow or something. And, and they were like, like no, what, we're flying what? to Missouri. Yeah, yeah. And then... Um, <laughs> and then just, just him being like, what? Yeah, and then him taking a stand based on semantics that Kansas City would be in Kansas. And then uh, this, there's another one. It says, live in the moment, worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. Oh, That's know. a very terrible idea for financial planning. Yeah, I, I no, definitely... That's not the motto of Goldman Sachs. No. Um, and then this is the best and last one to this whole saga. It's just one word. Learn. <laughs> you said it, Cardale. All right. I, I, I hope that he plays by the end of the year. Um, He's not gonna. And then uh, here's, here's one from almost a week ago. Uh, he, he went from not wanting to, quote, play school, meaning like how Ohio State playing mm-hmm. the thing, to wanting to go to grad school. Oh. I think Cardale is showing a real desire to learn here. He's, he's learned that he... he uh, I know. I would like... Doesn't I, have as much as he thinks, and he, he wants to improve I himself. definitely enjoy him more than most other backup quarterbacks, or quarterbacks. Yeah, really. I mean, yeah. it's great. We're Cardale fans. If anyone knows him and want to get him on the pod, I'm yeah. sure he probably wouldn't want to be on a Fuck the Chargers <laughs> podcast. Probably. But... Yeah. Although, if he wants to learn... Yeah. <laughs> this is the place... We're going to take you to school about the Chargers. <laughs> I want him to play the last game of the season, play so well that he gets a deal somewhere else that I can root for him. Uh, anyway, uh, so my uh, ex-fan fiction for this week, uh, sorry for not having them for the last month or so. We've been very busy. We've been busy. Um, so Jerry Richardson was known to be a terror on Jeans Day to his staff. Well, this fan fiction is titled Bad Jeans Day. Oh. And it's spelled G-E-N-E. Oh, I bet this has something to do with Dean Spanos. What? (laughs) Uh, Spoiler alert. Uh, But yes. So, Bad Jeans Day. It is summer 2015. Oh. Panthers owner Jerry Richardson invites his colleagues Dean Spanos and Mark Davis into his office for a mint julep. Which was his favorite drink and one of the many things that make him a southern stereotype. (laughs) 
Come in, y'all. I wanted to tell you both I cherish our friendship. Dean Spanos, you're my greasy little Spanacopita. And, <laughs> and Mark Davis, you're a simple ginger snap. <laughs> and the fact that you've both allowed me to give you emasculating pastry nicknames also confirms what I've known for so long. That you're dumber than a basket of biscuits. Oh, I like you've gotten into character. Yeah. It wasn't your fault. You're both sons of loathsome, inept men who taught you nothing about how to run a team or business. And you let Stan Kroenke steal, steal L.A. out from under you. And, to, and for you to reclaim your rightful place, you're going to need to team up. Oh. Jerry emphasized this point by grabbing their asses simultaneously. <laughs> nice touch. Mark recognized this inappropriate touching from his stranger danger classes and ran for the door. But Jerry Richardson had already pressed his secret door lock button that comes standard in offices of sexual predators. Oh. Matt Lauer called Yeah, no, no, no. I, I heard what I felt you. Uh, Come on out, Bob, Jerry summoned, and Disney CEO Bob Iger emerged from the closet wearing only Mickey Mouse ears. <laughs> so nude. Yes, okay. yes. Nude, right, mood, nude but for the Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Uh, Dean Spanos and Mark Davis then weakly double-teamed Bob Iger while Jerry Richardson, <laughs> while Jerry Richardson laughed and spit tobacco on. <laughs> oh man! Wow, that got really yeah. corny. The effort, of course, would never help them get a stadium in Carson, but they were too stupid to realize that. Oh, that's right. This takes place in 2015. Yeah. I forgot. And they continue that pattern of bad decision making to this day. <laughs> wow! It all started with them double teaming Bob Iger. Yeah. Uh. And Jerry Richardson set it all up. You know what's funny to me? This is the last thing I'll say. It's funny to me that Dean Spanos didn't see that vote coming. <laughs> yeah, he, apparently like the accounts of that vote were that he was like white as a ghost when he saw that, when he heard the uh, vote count tally, that he was just like decimated. Like, <laughs> how did he not realize, like, of course Stan Kroenke's going to get his way. Yeah. Like, what did he think? He thought people weren't going to vote for what Stan Kroenke was like. Rich owners only respect other super rich owners. Dean Spanos is one of the poorest of the owners. Yeah. Like... In in every way. Yeah. (laughs) Really, it's... Um, (laughs) Yeah, so it's it's another, you know, story in the saga of the horrible... Uh, NFL treatment of San Diego. Yeah, and and there, thankfully, as bad as things are right now, the reckoning is here. Like there, it's 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 happened. It's like, happening. As bad as our uh, like country and then like as everything is is like you know NFL is a microcosm of the country with the racial tension and the billionaires fucking over everyone and like finally them getting their you know punishment for this. It's, you know, hopefully it'll move to the positive direction, or at least justice will be served. I mean, there's no justice other than the the Chargers going back to San Diego, of course, but, like, punishment, some kind of retribution. So, Matt, do you want to, um, anything else for us? I don't know, I was just, you just, you just made me a little sad, John. I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about, uh, the fact that, yeah, I mean... What it would actually take to get a Dean Spanoless team? It, the thing is, I would the, be so on board for almost any other team coming here. Like, 
the Jaguars. Like, let some team cut. You know, I I take I'll the Jaguars. I I they're playing well. They're they're play, I mean, not that that their play has anything to do with it, but you know, Blake Bortles. Uh, well, he, uh, he's not long for yeah. the Jaguars. But no. yeah, so the. There, the thing is, there is a mechanism now. We've seen it happen. It's unfolding before our eyes. And the the thing is, a lot of things that the NFL wants in general, it'll eventually get in the, the even if the legal mechanism isn't quite there yet. Yeah. So like now that they are, you know, Dean Spano's fucked over the entire league by moving to LA and and there's a mechanism to remove people like him, maybe some things get leaked. I bet it's just like him, like jerking off his flaccid dick, <laughs> like he can't get it hard. It's just him be like. I mean, what if what if any of these fan fictions weren't so fiction? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great that one of those turned out to be real. <laughs> and I, uh, it's always him jerking off someone. Yeah. <laughs> or dog. All right. Until <laughs> next. Oh, let's... next week, I'm gonna be in Mexico. Ooh. Yeah. So you're gonna have a guest host, right? Uh, I'll figure it out. We'll figure yeah. it out. All right. Or, right. or we'll postpone it a couple days. We'll see. So, All right. Until, until next, next week, week, fuck Jerry Richardson, fuck Dean Spanos, and fuck the Chargers. Chargers.